Welcome to Fraud Busting. I'm Tracy Brown, the Fraud Busting Body Language Expert. I've spent the last 20 years reading people, uncovering secrets hidden in plain sight to find the truth in crimes, politics, and billion dollar business deals. It's time to dive in so you can beat the fraudsters at their own game and build your bottom line. I'm so lucky to have gotten to interview global business celebrity Jeffrey Hazlett. He is the founder of the C-Suite Network, a primetime TV host, best-selling author, and this interview did not go how I thought. He talked about sophisticated online dating fraud, business fraud he's gotten sucked into without knowing how to stop fraud in these hard economic times in your business and even how to handle wire transfers. You're going to love it. Stay tuned. So what's your philosophy of life? Well, I, you know, I live on what I call conditions of satisfaction. So I'm always talking about the things that, that I'm in, in doing with the people that I love or want or do. So and it, it usually relates to, you know, hey, how can I build wealth for me and my family? That's a big thing because I don't want to live like I did when I was younger. I like to live in a more comfortable lifestyle. And then I want my children and my grandchildren and their children to have a better life than I did because I think that's what we're supposed to do. And so, uh, so building wealth is a real critical thing. Second, I like to do things that I learn, you know, and learn from. So I'm always looking to reinvent either myself or to learn new things. And I'm always in constant uh, kind of a state of, I don't know what I don't know. So I'm always learning new things. And then last but not least, I like to have fun and, um, and enjoy life. And, and so if I can't have all three of those things, I usually don't like to do them. There you go. All right. So what's your number one thing you're doing for fun here? Cause you're on your, uh, you have a ranch, don't you? Yeah, I'm in my ranch. I mean, right outside is the big Sioux river. We're about to get about three or four inches of snow here mm -hmm. in April. Uh, so it's kind of crazy, but, uh, but normally we get about three or four inches of snow in April anyway, and it snows all the way through till June sometimes. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, my fun is getting outside and working outside, doing those things. I enjoy hunting and fishing things. Uh, outdoor activities. I'm a great outdoorsman from that perspective. But um, yeah, I just en I enjoy working. I, I enjoy doing and helping other people. I do that all the time. I do a lot of reading. I enjoy a great deal. As I said, learning earlier, I do a reading. So I'm in a I'm doing a five part series right now or book on uh, it was written many, many years ago. I don't even know how old it was. It's got to be about 100 years old on um, on uh, George Washington. So I'm doing that right now. Oh, wow. What, what's, uh, what do you learn from that? Well, I had a relative that, that fell alongside of him. He was oh. my great, 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 great grand uh, uncle. And my great, 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 great grandfather was, was his brother, of course. And, um, they served with George Washington. They served with him in, in 1757. My family came to the United States, settled in around the area of Philadelphia and then into Delaware, and then eventually moved down to West Virginia. Um, and then we migrated like most people, most families did across the country into, into Ohio, Pennsylvania, to Illinois, into Indiana, Illinois, then Iowa, then Oregon, then, you know, California. And, and then one branch went off to Kansas and, uh, and a couple other places. But back then, uh, my, my relatives in 1757 served in the French and Indian War. And then after that, um, under then Colonel George Washington. And then um, my great, 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 my uncle, I'll just say it, my uncle became the first uh, the head of the regiment of the first Delaware regiment, which oh, wow. was the largest um, contingency of continental soldiers in the army mm -hmm. and then served with him um, Valley Forge everywhere. 
and um, and was one of his most trusted uh, officers. And he died in the Battle of Trenton uh, right after they crossed the the Delaware into uh, New Jersey and attacked attacked uh, the the Hushans and um, and died in battle uh, died in battle. Wow! So you've got leadership in your family then. Well, you know, everybody, everybody's a leader at some level, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we're b- bigger leaders or smaller leaders, but I think all people are leaders. I don't think even followers are leaders if they want to be. So it's inherently inside of you to do certain things. And I think all of us have to, you know, aspire to do our very best and, and do the things that we have. Like right now, I think, I think a lot of people who are, um, you know, consultants, trainers, authors, speakers, uh, and, you know, people who inspire, you know, I can't. I, I consider them to be for, uh, business first responders right now. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff that's going on that we're seeing with COVID-19, you know, we, it's time for us to go do what we, we can do. I, I, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse, but I can't even make a mask. You know, I can't even sew a mask. But what I can do is help people get back to work and help people get, you know, inspired and motivated and go because that's what we have to do. And, and as first business first responders, we should be running. We should be running into the fire right now. We should be running to do everything we can to do to help. Exactly. So let's, let's talk about your position into this. Cause you, you're in a real unique spot where you're an advisor of, of sorts to a lot, a lot of businesses with the yeah, C-suite many, network. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of businesses. Yeah. We have over 350,000 members in our network. We, we serve millions uh, through our C-suite TV, our C-suite Radio, which is our podcast network, we're now the world's largest business podcast network. Um, you know, with just millions of listeners and, and and over 170 shows, and growing a new podcast show about every few days. So yeah, we're pretty excited about what we're doing, how we're doing. So so what we do is we 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 look at the C-suite network very much like a giant sequoia tree, and underneath the sequoia tree is this lush ecosystem, this trusted environment, this magical environment where people can do business together because. We have this canopy that kind of says these people are great. They're good. We vetted them. We know who they are, and um, you know, not not fake people on the internet, not right. not people who will scam you, uh, hopefully, uh, but people who we can uh, make that happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. So let's let's talk about what you're hearing from your uh, from your execs that that you're working with now in terms of. Uh, fraud, what they're seeing, how they're protecting themselves, or, or if they're having vulnerabilities. Tell me about that. Yeah, I, it's amazing because I'm, I'm helping some companies right now actually serve the government and serve corporations to provide, uh, you know, protective gear for, for first responders, for the military, FEMA, for everyone. And, and, and right now I'm just dealing every day with fraud. Uh, it's just fraught with people who say, oh, I have mask, I have mask, I have mask. And when we find out they really don't have mask, mm-hmm. uh, they'll either, you know, get your deposit and take off with it or they'll, or give you a fraudulent uh, product that's not certified. Uh, um, or they're taking your uh, letter of credit or your money that you put in escrow and then they take that to the bank and get, then say, oh, give me a line of credit and then they go buy the stuff when they said they already had the stuff in the warehouse. There's all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So you see that all the time, but businesses overall, I think are still very positive about what can occur. Uh, I think most people are now over the panic and now we're into, okay, what do we have to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, let's, you know, let's put our big boy pants on big, big girl pants on. Let's go. All right. That's what we have to do. Exactly. And what is it we have to do? 
and let's go get it done. I think that's where most people are settled in right now. And, um, you know, I've never worked harder right now in my life than I ever have. Um, Me too. In terms of just, you know, yeah, just, just doing as much as I can because, you know, I'm not selling, I'm helping. And so how can I help? What can we do? What can we do together? How can we, you know, jumpstart your business or how can we do more? How can we help this other person do this for this? And I think most people are in that mode mm-hmm. of, of doing what they can, whatever they can, whether it's buying a, you know, a, um, a gift card at a restaurant to kind of help them along the path. Or maybe I was talking to uh, Mark Eaton, former Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame basketball player. And he yeah, was Utah talking Jazz, about, yeah. Yeah, and he was talking about a whole campaign. He owns some restaurants, and people are actually going in and buying meals every day for the school programs or for other, you know, for charities and people who can't get meals right mm-hmm. now. Um, so it's just kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, in, it's kind of exciting to see people make things happen. Yeah, trying hard. So what's, what's the biggest vulnerability that you would say businesses have now, like based on everything that's going on? Cause it's, it's different than a month ago, a month and a half ago. Yeah. Well, I think, um, as, as we, the, the vulnerability is to make sure that their employees are engaged in the way that they need to be engaged and, and to be focused in on the things that are going to deliver. Cause right now there's a lot of people who are, you know, sitting on the couch eating bonbons and you know, watching Netflix rather than really getting to work and doing the things they have to because they think it's shut down. Well, if you think it's shut down, it is shut down. Mm-hmm. So how about get a new mindset? The biggest vulnerability is around mood mm-hmm. and the fact that you can change the mood and, and the mood will drive what you need to do and it will lead to a better culture in your company if you can get that mood moving the way you want. And we all have that issue right now. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, I was talking to our friend Mary Kelly about creating an environment of certainty uh, because when there's an environment of uh, less certainty, that's when good people tend to do things that maybe they wouldn't in different times. So what's, well, what's yeah. your tip on that? On certainty? Well, I, I don't, I, I think it's a good word about certainty. Although most people have a, there's a lot of people have a certainty that it's not going to get better. Okay. Right. That that's wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, it's a wrong kind of certainty, but then others have a certainty that we can create this and this is what it will be. Right. Uh-huh. So I, you know, um, I think the key thing for most people is to create an environment in which you said it will be different than what it was before. And it will be better, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Okay, it's just different. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, we're going to go back to normal. Well, let's be clear. There is no normal. Right. And there is a normal. Hasn't been a normal. It, it, every normal to me changes every day. Mm-hmm. And that's the new normal. And if you, so it's about mindset, about saying, where is it we want to be? How do we want to be? And then how do we inspire and then plan to get there? Right. That's, that's to me is the focus. Right, right. And all of that leads to different behaviors from people that you're leading. And I think, I think that's so important. So um, what would you say the biggest opportunity is for businesses right now, people in, in leadership? Where, where, where's your stance on that? Hmm. Well, I think it's going to be, uh, I, I think everybody's turning to a new sense of neighborliness mm-hmm. and even in the workplace and, that we're all in this together and you, and whether you work for the company or you're leading the company, we all have roles to play and we all have to do it at a certain level of empathy and, and compassion. And, you know, I'll give you a good example. It, um, two months ago, it would be unheard of for us to have a call from our home. Mm-hmm. All right. And broadcast it. 
that two months ago, it would be unheard of us to have a call and kids playing in the background. Yeah. Okay. Or a dog walking across or a cat on the desk. Right. And so that's changed. Who gives a crap? I mean, seriously, who gives a crap? As long as we're getting done what we're getting done and we're getting it done. Okay. Now I do think there needs to be some continuity with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether it's business hours, business attire, um, you know, the way in which you might present yourself, you know, don't do it from the couch, you know, set some boundaries, those kinds of things. Uh, I think that's important. So I think that's, that's what leaders are learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's more room for ways to get uh, land on success than maybe there is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. It can be all of these ways. And mm-hmm. as long as it's getting to where you want to go, who cares? Exactly. Oh, I love that. So when we talked, because we talked in Houston at the, it feels like the old days now before this whole <laughs> virus uh, hit, the good old days. But you said, was it you that had some trouble with fraud or? Um, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We, have fraud, we have a fraud issue every single day. So yeah. my profile, meaning my pictures, not yeah. my name, mm-hmm. but my pictures have been taken from all kinds of different sites. Videos have been taken. I mean, these guys are very sophisticated mm-hmm. in the level of fraud and they utilize my persona, me, mm-hmm. my my life, my pictures of me, my uh, pictures of my spouse, pictures of me. You know, they, they said my spouse is dead, uh, that I'm a widower. Uh, they they pictures of my grandkids. Uh, every, I mean, a- anything you can think of, they use. And then they've been going out on dating sites, and I'm now Gustavo, or my name is uh, Cristal. My name, oh. I have all these very, very unique names. They don't never call me Fred or something like that. I'm always like a, very exotic. So those are kind of cool. <laughs> and then on these dating sites, they are, you know, catfishing or, or scamming uh, women mm-hmm. and men I'm, because I'm equal opportunity, evidently. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm on both, uh, both heterosexual as well as gay sites. I guess uh-huh. I'm, I, w- I was trending on Grindr not too long ago. Oh, really? And, yeah, it's, Congratulations. Yeah, uh, thank you. It's something to be graduated for, but, you know, uh, or congratulated for. But it's just, uh, you know, they're just these scuzzballs, these fraudsters, these scam scam uh, labs that that they operate. And um, and they're cheating people out of hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, the the biggest one that I've, I've found, I was on, I did a BBC special mm-hmm. um, where they, they I met I met the woman who gave in you know, like a quarter of a million dollars to oh. somebody online uh-huh. uh, that she fell in love with uh, that she thought was me. Mm-hmm. Um, and a very, you know, sophisticated woman, professional, and and uh, just looking for love in all the wrong places or found love in all the wrong places. She was looking just as anyone would, I guess, yeah. online. I don't know that side of, of life because I'm married and I've been married for um, close to 40 years. And I think, yeah, 40, I think so. I got to remember. Close enough, right? How many years? Yeah, I can't remember. It's like 40 years. I have to remember that. What, what year is this? And then what? <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And um, and so, therefore, uh, you know, I'm a, maybe I'm a typical guy. I just can't remember half that stuff. I just know it's been a great deal, great life. My wife says it's been the best 11 non-consecutive years of her life. But, <laughs> um, but uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, and 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 cheated this person out of money, and and they do everything from you know post as me, and then you know or as as my fo my face in this fake persona mm-hmm. or fake profile, yeah, and uh, take advantage of people um, 
unwhittling. It's yeah, just use, using your good looks. Well, you using something. Yeah, it's yeah. you know, um, you know, can I, I share things pretty to my friends, but somehow someone got into my friends and mm-hmm. and is using this, and some Nigerian uh, group is the best one that we know of, um, or groups. And we and we it, it, there's not a day hardly that goes by where we don't get a woman or a man who's reached out to us. Uh, many more women than men, but mm-hmm. um, just people, human beings, who who have been taken advantage of, and they say, "Hey, I just want you to lay on my mother," or or I have been victim. I had one woman who goes, "Jeff Hazlett's just you know went after me," and because uh, the guy had my passport, everything. Oh but, wow. Yeah, but well, it wasn't my passport. It wasn't even. It just put my picture and photoshopped it in a passport. Um, and it wasn't my numbers. Wasn't all that stuff. But he was just showing. They're just so sophisticated, saying, "Here, sweetheart, let me show you. This is me." And mm-hmm. and, and and you know, and they photoshopped everything. And 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 these people were are, are you know they're very lonely, so they're they're very gullible. Yeah. And, but they do a lot of tests. They they these guys do tests. They do gullibility tests now. Here's a gullibility test you should watch out for. Um, let's imagine you see a picture in Facebook and it's got this woman on a in a lagoon and mm-hmm. she's on a surfboard and then behind her is a shadow of this huge shark. And then the headline says, um, click on this and, and see what happens next. Yeah, yeah. And then you click on it and then nothing happens. Well, nothing's supposed to happen because it's just a photo that they faked and put together. And But now you keep clicking on it and then you write, I keep clicking on it. It's not working. Mm-hmm. Now you're gullible. So now they know that, and then they look at your oh. profile. Uh-huh. And if you're a female of certain age or you're single or whatever, boom, they start going after you. Okay. They start going after you. So now they're going to go find you on Tinder. They're going to find you on whatever Bumble. They're going to find you on all these sites, which by the way, months ago, I never even knew what these names were. I had no idea. Somebody said, Hey, Bumble, Jeff, you're on Bumble. I said, what the hell's Bumble? You know, yeah. I, I have no idea. So they do things like that. One of the most sophisticated things we've seen, and they used my video, and another guy, another speaker, Steve Buston, mm-hmm. who is the president of the uh, Speakers Association in the UK. He's okay. actually been, he's he's had this happen too. He and I were both on the BBC special. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tend to target a lot of speakers because we're out and about, and we yeah. do lots of things, and we travel places. And so we, we live an exotic life. And so yeah. they use that. Now, Stephen happens to be gay and is married uh, to the same sex, okay, mm-hmm. on his side. And, and then um, they used pictures of him with his sister who had passed and, and said this was, or no, or maybe it is still his sister. I don't know. But then they said that was his wife and she's dead and he's a widow. And so they, I mean, these guys are just unbelievable, but they use video. So like Steve or myself, I would go, hey, this is Jeffrey Hazen. I'm going to be speaking with you on such and such date and such and such date and such and such date. And you come and join me and I would do a video like that and give it to some group and post it, right? Public. Yeah. They take that video and go, hi, this is, and then they stop the video. And they stop the video, but yet they're talking on the on the sound, mm-hmm. but nope, not playing any sound in the video. And, and you're going, you cut out. Yes, yes, it's a bad connection. I'm in, I'm in oh. Bahrain. You, I'm sorry you can't hear me. And then it, they, they, they let the video go again, and it stops. It, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, yes. And this is what they do. And so, um, and so she, because she, I didn't know this, but she had seen me, and she goes, it is you. I've seen you. And I said, no, 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 you're seeing a picture of me. And she goes, no, I've seen video of you. And then that was one of the most sophisticated things we've ever seen 
was them just taking the video and doing that. And Scotland Yards, who we had talked to, also said this is one of the one of the most sophisticated, you know, kind of rings that are doing this. And so you see these things all the time, and uh, it's just sad. It's sad to do. Another one that they do, Tracy, is they also. I'm becoming an expert in this. And I even can though, tell. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I, you know, I, it's, you know, it's not me. Uh, you know, it's my pictures. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to educate people so they mm-hmm. don't have these issues. And one of the things they'll do is say, "Hey, I'm short a hundred bucks." If you can help me send me a hundred bucks, you go, well, a hundred bucks, you know, he's there. And then he, then he or she immediately pays it back with 20 more dollars or a certificate for a bottle of wine. Oh, so there's trust. Yeah. Yeah. Now they got you hooked. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so sweet. Now, he's so sweet. He sent me this or they'll just send you a bottle of wine or they'll send you something for, for even wanting to try. Mm-hmm. Even wanting to, the fact that you even considered it, I'm, I thank you. Oh, I want to send this to you, sweetheart. Well, this is my bottle. Of wine. I'm going to send you this bottle of wine. It's coming to you, and you accept it through a through an app. You accept it, and now you're hooked. Mm-hmm. It just now keeps going. Hooked. It snowballs, and they just keep you going, and then boom, then they hit you, then they hit you, um, and they get you to give money or put up the plane ticket. Yeah, you or know? their kids in the hospital. They don't quite have enough money. Oh, I had uh, I I just was in a car accident and I've got second and third degree burns all over my body. That's yeah. why you can't see me. That's why you can't see me. That's why we yeah. can't visit. I don't want you to see the bandages. I mean, give me a freaking break. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. But people get sucked in. So, how yeah. how are you finding yourself on all these sites? Are people they, people tell me, I, or friends, you know, who now starting to see me, at, you know, post this up. Because sometimes I get the guy's number, uh-huh. and I'll post his number and say, "Everybody, do me a favor, call this ass, you know, blah blah blah," <laughs> and 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 I'll, you know, and help me out. And I call him, I call him, and say, "Hey, how you doing? I want to give you some money." You know, I, I play with it for as long as I can until they figure out, oh, oh uh oh, and then they, uh-huh. they cut me off. But. um yeah, it's yeah, it's. I can't remember the question. What was the deal? Oh, uh, well, we were talking about all kinds of different fraud. You said daily, yeah. you get different. Oh, kinds oh of how people find me? Yeah, one yeah. of the things that oh. since I've been doing more publicity about it, some friends are going, "Thank God, Jeff, I thought that was you. I thought you were having an affair. I thought you were. I thought I saw you on Tinder, uh-huh. and it was your picture, but it was a different name. And I, you know, and I have to tell these friends, why wouldn't you tell me this? You know. Right. You know, and so, you know, but most people appreciate other people's privacy, so they wouldn't do that. And, uh, but we, but most of the time, I mean, literally, I get them all the time. Usually they contact me through Facebook or Twitter, sometimes LinkedIn, uh, but typically it's mostly Facebook. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so- they send, send private messages and say, hey, I just want you to know that. And I, and I have a woman in the, in the Ukraine just recently, uh, just a day or two ago, and you know, I thanked them and I said, I'm sorry that this happened to you. And, you know, but, you know, but I always tell them, I said, you know, next time you, you date someone online, you know, do a right click. And, and most people don't know that. Take their image, right click it, right click, find other information about them, find their real stuff, not just one profile, but you should be able to find Tracy Brown in numerous places. Oh, a lot I should spots, be able yeah. to find Unless they're been living under a rock, and if they're living under a rock, that should be a red flag. If there's not a second profile or a public place to find them, second red flag, right? 
I mean, there's all kinds of things. If they're not willing to show their face and have a real conversation, I don't care if you're in Bahrain, you're in South Africa. You Trust me, we can now all Zoom. And oh, that, yeah. By the way, don't trust that. And then go get the one friend that you have that hates the member of the opposite sex and then make right? sure they bet them, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Because that, that will help you a great deal too. And so you should just be guarded at all times. And because, yes, there is that Prince Charming, there is that, uh, that princess that's out there for each of us, but most of the time they're not. They're, 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 they're trying to get you. And so... You know, I don't, I don't like people living their lives like that, but you have to be careful. You have to be careful. Well, you do. And, uh, you know, we're both speakers. And I had a similar situation with someone who emailed me and they said, hey, can you come speak to a hedge fund in New York? Right. And, and I said, uh, well, it, it was from a, a Gmail account. So I was like, okay, like that's not an internal account. And the spelling of the name was just a little bit different than what, like it was within the realm of normal. And then right. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to LinkedIn and I couldn't find them on LinkedIn. And I figured yeah, everyone. That's a, that's a prop. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're a hedge fund, a business, and I can't find you. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. But then um, like, what would they have been trying to get? Do you know, like, I, I still don't understand these speaker scams. Are they just well, trying to get I, my info what, or what yeah, are they doing? Yeah. Yeah, in that particular one, they would have said, okay, we're going to hire you. We're going to hire you for $20,000. Mm -hmm. We're going to deposit the money in your account, right? And then they're going to get your account information. And somehow they're going to get your social security number. And then they're going to be able to work their way in and hack it. I mean, that's what they'll try to do in some way. Or you might, oh, there was a problem. Can you, I, I deposit this, can you refund this back, right? Or, I mean, there's different ways that these guys will go about it. And different, and, and that's what they'll do. But it, yeah. Or yeah, they'll switch and bait you and say, oh, you have to secure the deposit. Can I get your credit card for the hotel? Or oh, uh, stuff like and that, I'll yeah. make your hotel arrangements, and then now they got your credit card, you know? Yeah, well, from all of our friends, I've never seen anyone ride it out to the end to see what really happens. Well, most people, well, that, that's an interesting point. I think a good one. Most people are embarrassed to tell you that. Uh-huh. Oh, Most okay. people, when they go through this, it, it's it, it's embarrassing. I mean, how can I be so stupid? How can I be so dumb? So, I, I mean, what most people don't know is there's a, uh, on a wire transfer, there's a crawlback. Okay, explain that. So if you don't, like on a wire transfer, like some wire transfer, you should immediately sweep it into another account. Oh, okay. So we have a wire transfer that's not our direct account. It's another account. And then we sweep it into our main account. All right. Okay. You don't want that account sitting out there because if you have other monies and they see other monies, they'll call back. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Or oh, for instance, smart. well, you have to figure this out. I mean, when you're shipping goods around, so I have a, I have, you know, a shipload or container of goods and I sell it to somebody and they immediately gets the port and then they say, oh yeah, I accept that. Then they wire transfer it. You've got to sweep that out. Otherwise four days up to, up to four or seven days, they can call back that money. Uh -huh. Now they've got my materials, they've got all my stuff, and they've swept back the money. Wait a second. You know? Yeah, and that's on yeah. a big scale. A container of goods is... Oh, yeah, I'm doing with a deal right now that's a little over $2.5 in wire transfer. So, you know, when you, when you deal with that, you know, thing, yeah, you got to be real clear that you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, wow. What other kinds of fraud have you dealt with? Um, we talked about dating. Oh, I've had em yeah. employees. Employees have stolen money. I've had mm -hmm. employees who've cheated, uh, lied on my uh, IRS 
lied on my RS uh, filings, didn't do the stuff they said they did. Okay. Of course, I, they worked with me for 10 years and, and got me into, you know, a couple million dollars worth of tax problems because of it. So not, not unrelated to me whatsoever, uh-huh. you know, and, and just didn't, just didn't do the work. Didn't, didn't make the payments. I've heard that. Now, what, what did they do with the money? Did they take, did they change the name on the check? Did they? Nope. Nope. In that case, they didn't even, in this particular case, this woman, this person, this professional who worked for us for 10 years, mm-hmm. missed, missed the filing of the taxes, mm-hmm. then didn't tell us. But I kept saying, of course, you work with somebody for that long. Hey, is everything okay there? Is there any mm-hmm. issue there? I look on the balance sheets. I see that, that she's put the, the thing over here. It's over here. Oh, what's this? Why did this go up this much this month? Uh, health insurance. Our health mm-hmm. insurance is up 25. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, got it. I understand mm-hmm. that. I didn't know we were getting an increase. I didn't think it was that much. Okay, great. And then that money is now in there every single month. It's hidden. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking we're, we're paying because that's our way. I go to my accountant. I think my accountant's got it covered, and he doesn't see anything either. Uh-huh. Holy go. Before I know it, I, I owe the IRS a million, two million dollars. Now, and now, of course, I got to pay it back, right? Well, right. Of course I do. Yeah, and, and, and do and did. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, that I've had employees who have, who have gotten uh, somebody to pay a check directly to a new account to say, hey, this is our new account. Could you put it there mm-hmm. and write it there? Could you sign that over? Mm-hmm. to this account and they've set up their own LLC account and filed over. And then, then they quit right after they get the money. Oh man. How, how much, yeah. uh, have you seen that? That was five grand. That was only a five grand thing. So that wasn't oh, that's too nothing. bad. But that's small. Yeah. Time. But still five grand is five grand. I don't yeah. care who you are, but you know, that's what, Oh, I was what, saying it's not fun. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. It could have been worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah. And then, yeah. And then do you go after the customer? Because what are you doing? Why would you do this? I, I recently had, uh, I'm on a board for a company where we had a major company as a customer, a major company, mm-hmm. um, big company. And someone got a hold of that head of marketing's email and said, uh, I know you're dealing with us on this thing. Could you please reroute the wire transfers for payment or no, the, our new bank account is this. Could you have the next payment uh, sent here? Okay. Oh, wow. Correct. Uh-huh. So sent it to the VP, the VP fit, sent it off to purchasing or, you know, to accounting and said, Hey, this is their new bank account. And then that month that hundreds of thousands of dollars of check went into that fraudulent account. Uh-huh. We don't get paid for a month in the company and the CFO notices where's our normal payment and it's not there. Well, well, we paid it. What do you mean you paid it? We don't have it. Well, we paid it to this new account that you ask us to set up. Wait a second. You got an email and from an email, you transferred our bank account and you didn't tell us. And not only that, you always pay us by check and now you're doing it by wire. Whoa. Whoa. Got it. And Yeah. So the bank, you know, of course, they say it's not their, or not the bank. The bank says it's not their problem because it's not mm-hmm. the bank's problem. Right. The company, the customer that we're doing with, we have another three or four million dollars ready to go with them in new business. Now we have a problem. Oh. Because now we got to go and say, hey, you owe us a couple hundred grand over here, and then they might say, hey, you, we might not do the business over here, right? Right. So you double whammy. So we had to settle. And then, of course, 
for us, it, that's a material change and publicly traded. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to disclose it. Now you're going to be embarrassed. Right. Because so, you got to disclose So all that's fraud. going. Yeah. yeah. All that's going. And so, you know, there's some real issues. And both, both companies publicly traded. So, uh, well, we just settled it. We just settled it, figured out, you know, look, what's it going to cost us to eat it? Mm-hmm. And there was a total of like three invoices for the month. So uh, we ate we ate one of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if something like that's going to cost you 50, 60, maybe $100,000 to get an attorney to go after him to get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're better off just settling. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So uh, let's just recap that because I was so sucked <laughs> into the story. So whenever there's any kind of material change in how people are doing business with you as far as financially, verify. You pick up the phone. Verify. Yeah, mm-hmm. verify. Yeah. Or yeah. do another email to the person that you got the contract with. Yeah. Well, I was doing a, or I was riding the ski lift um, up here at Keystone, and I was talking to some business guys in um, New York City, and they, their CEO was doing a, uh, just work at a coffee shop, and someone got his password, but it was the password to their whole Microsoft account for the whole company. And again, so they, they watched his patterns. They, they had his calendar. They waited till he was on a plane and couldn't stop it and emailed the guy in charge of transfers and did a real similar thing Sure. Uh, to advance the transfer sooner while this CEO was on the plane. And the one guy, he's like, this is weird. He picked up the phone and he was able to stop at $700,000. Right. Yeah. The C- Cause the CEO asked this to be done. So everybody's got to get this done right now. And you don't yeah. look through the thing. Oh my God, Jim Johnson just said, we have to do this. Everyone move, do it. And that's right. what happens. And rather than someone saying, this doesn't sound right. Whoa, stop. Right. This isn't the policy. This isn't how we do this. Okay. Right. Um, so you have to ask yourself, you have to have people who are Sometimes that's where the captains of no are supposed to come in, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have people who, you, you know, usually say, no, no, no. This is a one place where, yes, you want captains of no to say these are the hurdles you have to go through and process. There's a reason why you have checks and balances and all the stuff that we do. And it's real critical to have right. the checks and balances. Yeah. So so what's your tip then for, for leaders to make sure people are paying attention to this? Because this is, this is like where the – dollars come and go i mean have a process yeah what's your process most people don't have a process and when they don't have processes in their business usually when they get caught Mm -hmm. and then um and don't come complacent in the process so you know i i I, am i ultimately responsible for losing a million or two million bucks you know and not having that paid now we didn't lose it we used it Mm mm-hmm you know, we used it, but I would have liked to have had the choice to use it where it was supposed to have been used over yeah. a period of a long, long period of time, by the way. This wasn't mm-hmm. one year, two years. It was a long oh, couple really? number of years that mm-hmm. this was going on. And, um, yeah, so so what do you want? I should have. Nope, I don't trust you. Right. Uh, it, or it has nothing to do with me trusting you. It has everything to do with protecting you as well. I should have said to this person, I want to see it. I want to see the forms. I want to see the things you're going to show these to me every month mm-hmm. and you're going to show me in this fashion and you get complacent because of, of trust, reliability, you know, um, and competency of the person, but you, there are reasons why you have checklists. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. don't just believe a QuickBooks, um, uh, balance sheet. No, 
at yeah. the end of the month. Yeah. Oh no. my gosh. Wow. Verify it. You know, yeah. because you, and you would think, oh my gosh, where was the IRS? Never got one notice. Uh huh. So they just waited yeah. till it was material. To yeah, them. but for years. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't say, hey, where's this money you keep reporting? Uh huh. You know, right. it's amazing. I I I am still flabbergasted. And by the way, we're talking about a process that went on for a couple of years. I have yet to even talk to IRS or to anyone uh, in in those departments. I just ma I made a big huge payment. And then said, "Hey, I want to. I don't think I owe this other stuff. You know, I think you have some culpability here because uh -huh. you should have been telling me this is what the checks and balances are." And so, you know, we put the rest in, a, in into appeal, which you know, ultimately I have to pay something. But right. But again, um, yeah. Why? But I'm ready to resolve it. But I, it takes years. It takes years to oh, do yeah. simple things. Yeah, simple things. Absolutely. Well, yeah. what? Um, what's your I don't want to keep you all day. I know you're super busy and um, you've been just a wealth of knowledge. What's your final tip for, for people to decrease fraud and build their business now, given everything we have going on? Well, I think uh, the, the key thing is to be diligent in protecting your image, period. Mm -hmm. And second, to do everything to protect the money that you worked very hard to get. Yeah. And, and so you, you should have checks and balances. You shouldn't like, let's take your, your public photos. Don't, don't allow people who aren't your friends to see them. Second is don't, you know, a lot of speakers make some stupid mistakes and they let people in, or I have people who manage my, a lot of my social media who let people in. Don't do that. You know? So how about just, you know, bring your raving fans in, not your, not just anyone. Oh, I'm going to build my followers up. And mm -hmm. which I think we're going to see that, that constriction. Second is then, have the right people doing the right things for the right reasons and make sure they're doing it. That's right. it. Very simple. Right. Yeah. Always double check. Yeah. The facts. Yeah. I well, Jeannie it. Robertson, one of the greatest speakers I know, always says, measure twice, cut once. It's measure true. Measure twice, cut once. Thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it. I'll see you next time.